Hey guys, and welcome back to the multi-dimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr, and thank you so much for coming back again and again and supporting this podcast. Today we are talking about what it is to hold space. Um, such a sacred act that we can truly do for one another, but you know, what does it actually mean? So we will be hopping into what it is and what it is not this evening and first we will hear from our sponsors so holding space yeah um you know i think it's important to kind of point out here the words versus the act are uh, very different um holding space is definitely a verb but it's it's one of uh, it's a very inactive verb and so to hold space for somebody is to um, be comfortable with silence, to be non-judgmental, to remain um, empathetic and open with another human, with another individual, um, whether it's on a one-on-one or a group setting. And basically when this happens, um, sometimes, you know, oftentimes in ceremony, this is the intention of the shaman or the, the facilitator. Um, but this can also just happen in friendships um, or peer-to-peer relationships, um, therapeutic settings where uh, healing is the goal. <laughs> sometimes sometimes intentionally sometimes non-intentionally right and so um so you're kind of like holding this container and you're a witness to somebody's um vulnerability their pain their tears their uh you know if we're talking about ceremony you're a witness to a lot of things to vomiting, to screaming, to someone basically releasing. And so um, so this is all the things that it is. What it is not is not somebody jumping in and giving advice, somebody um, looking for – it's actually – it's very non-solution focused. Non-solution focused, non-feedback focused. Um, it's really just a matter of – uh, literally holding space. So, um, and if, if you can think about it as like a container, um, in order to safely experience emotions, we need to know that the person in front of us is safe and they can kind of, um, you know, quote unquote, take what we're about to show them. And perhaps this is communicated directly uh, overtly, covertly, somehow the person knows that like, okay, this person is someone I can express myself around. Um, and so we've talked about a a few different contexts at this point, whether it's a ceremony setting, a, um, a, a group dynamic setting, an individual setting, um, whatever it is, um, you know, just, kind of understanding that what whatever the the context is uh the goal is still the same which is to just remain non-judgmental empathetic 
um, and a witness to this person's uh, process. And, you know, why is this absolutely amazing, basically? Um, and this is, this is a good question. I, I think I can only speak from my personal experience. And I think it, you know, vulnerability is a, a really big topic right now. And um, we build deeper connections through vulnerability. You know, and if, and if we can hold space for each other, then our connection to each other will inevitably go deeper. It just will. Um, and, and so we, we all have had pain in our lives. We've all had a flavor of suffering. Uh, on my podcast, I talk a lot about childhood trauma. And so especially in, in terms of childhood trauma, um, a lot of times our pain was stuffed or not validated or not honored or, you know, so to have a witness to our pain is, means a lot because, you know, now, now it's validated. Now that part of us can be kind of healed because someone is, you know, being that body that we never had. So it can kind of help heal that wound. Um, so, and, and yeah, so deeper connections, healing, um, I think there's a lot of things that, you know, not everyone can maybe think about right at the top of their head, but like, you, you know, like kind of how I was just talking about before childhood trauma, but there's like this counter transference healing that sometimes happens. So maybe it's not even the, in the dynamic within the relationship, but perhaps it's like, with a, a male and a male, you know, like healing fatherly stuff. There's this guy, Tim Morrison, on, on Instagram, which I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you probably know who I'm talking about. But he runs these men retreats where they hold sacred space for each other. And I, I, I just got chills. I can't imagine the type of healing that happens in that circle for men to hold emotional space for each other is you know, transcending ancestral trauma, societal trauma, cultural trauma, family of origin trauma. It's just, it's just beautiful to even begin to think about that. Um, because you're breaking a, a paradigm, which, you know, at least in the West here in America, you know, there's a, there's like a really deep, uh, programming for men, like men don't show emotion, men don't cry. I think it's getting a lot better for sure, but it wouldn't have without people like Tim and, you know, us coming out and, and allowing ourselves to be more vulnerable, to be more liberated in our emotions. Um, and, and we know at the end of the day that by being vulnerable, um, it's, it's healthy, you know, being authentic, which is being vulnerable, right? In order to be authentic, you have to be vulnerable. Um, it, it just, it, it's more liberating for the individual. It's more liberating for a romantic dynamic, a friendship, the workplace, everything. Um, everyone benefits from it. The challenge is, is that it takes courage because a lot of fear comes up when it comes to, um, stepping into these, into these, uh, types of experiences. So I hope you have learned what it means to hold space today. And I hope you 
um, you know, the next time your friend is hurting, you know, to just be present with them and not feel like you need to do a thing and just be with them in their experience. So remember why you came here and I'll see you guys next time.